God is so good, folks. What a worship. Yeah. I used to tell Keith, my youngest, you're going to speak today. And he said, that's not a problem. He said, when worship's over, I'll say, we've been blessed. Let's go home. God is so good. I want to give you an update. I don't know if everybody knew. Ken Gobb uh, was in a traffic accident. He was riding with his son and daughter-in-law. And... Uh, they got T-boned in the side, and it was the side that Ken was sitting in. He ended up, he had a, he had a, if you all remember, he jumped out of an airplane, parachuted at 78. I think it was 78, maybe 80, somewhere in there. Anyway, broke his hip and walked around on it for a long, long time. They finally had to replace it with a titanium hip. Well, he, titanium doesn't break. So everything around it broke. His pelvis broke. Uh, he had a real bad concussion, had a brain bleed for a while. Now he's struggling. They can't do surgery on everything until this Tuesday. So in the midst of all the internal injuries in that, he ended up having kidney problems. So keep him in prayer. He knows God's going to take care of it. Anybody knows Ken Gobb knows he knows. Uh, not a bigger faith man that I know than Ken Gobb. So he's going to be okay, but it happens by prayer. Everything happens by prayer. God is so good. Title of the message today, which is uh, Matthew had the set today as far as picking the music. The title of the message today is Dead Man Walking. We have died in Christ, folks. The Bible tells us that, and we are, we are complete in that. But I want to go a little bit different route with that. We've been talking, last week we started talking, and I'm... I want to encourage you and going to be doing this for a while because we have got to come to the place of changing our perspective on everything that's going on in life. We're only, bring those lights right here down just a little bit if you can. We're, we're only passing through this earth. We are aliens. We didn't come across the border. You might have. But you're still an alien if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, you're still of the world. If you're not born again, you're still of the world. If you, if you haven't asked Jesus to come into your heart and recognize that he died for you and rose again, you're still a part of this world. And you're being led by the curse of the world. Adam messed up, and Eve, and they caused Satan to take over. And they caused us as people to be walking in sin nature and couldn't help ourselves. We were, we were, the Bible tells us, we're going to read all this. The Bible tells us that we were in bondage to sin. Well, with sin brings everything else. With sin, we have been deluded for years that sickness, flu, COVID, everything that's going on in the world is just a part of what we have to put up with. That is not what the Bible says. Now, I don't want anybody to get mad at me today for what I'm going to have to say because so... I'm talking to myself because I want to change my perspective on how I'm seeing things. Jesus came to this earth to show us how we could live. He healed everybody that he touched. He prayed blessings on everybody he was around because he recognized he wasn't a part of the world. He was passing through and he was wanting to show us what the kingdom of God is like. 
And the perspective we need to walk in is that perspective and not, oh, it's flu season, which you never hear flu anymore because it's always COVID. So now it's COVID season. No, it's not. It's not supposed to be for us. Don't get mad. I'm not saying you don't have the faith. I, I just come through cancer surgery. But it, walking through that and then recognizing if I would have really knew that I know that I know, I would not have had it. Now, I'm not condemning anybody because I walked through it. But I know that I know that I'm saved. I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. Nothing can remove me from that. I have got to get that same perspective on healing, prosperity, and every blessing that God poured out. We sung about it. We're blessed. We can go to Deuteronomy 28, and you can either take the blessings or you can take the cursings. I'm not of this world. I may catch a few things of the world because I'm in it, but bottom line, that's not really for me. Are you? No amens, no. It, it, we, you say, well, well, pastor, if I'm sick, I don't have enough faith. I didn't say that. We've got to change our perspective to get there. And we've got to walk with that. We've got to come to that place with knowing. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Well, if he's making his appeal through us, any ambassador walks with the power of who he works for. We're Christ. We are in Christ. So we are, we are showing people in the world what we've got. Go all the way back to the Old Testament. They never had the fleas. They never had the, the gnats. They never had all the stuff that went on in Egypt. When the spirit of death went through, they didn't have that because of the blood of Jesus. We don't have to have that. And I'm not condemning. I'm just saying change your voice. Change your perspective on what you've really got. We all have headaches. We all have aches and pains. We all overdo. We all have sickness and disease. But how do we speak about it? How do we talk about it? Who do we give credit? The enemy? Yes, it's a cursed world. But I believe with all my heart, if we get a hold of the, that we're redeemed from all of this, we'll live better, we'll live healthier, and when we speak better, we'll live better. If my perspective, nowadays, I can identify whatever I want. Proof in the pudding. If I would decide I'm going to identify as a girl and I keep identifying as a girl and I keep identifying as a girl, you would see me up here like clinger on mash in a dress. I've got so, I've watched it so many times that I've got so used to him, I just, I, well, why? If you, we've got, we've got a young lady who has, she's a cat at the school. She identifies as a cat. She better be careful. She'll have a tail. You say, well, you're talking weird now. I'm just telling you, when we start identifying on something, if you identify yourself as poverty, you will stay in poverty. If you identify yourself with one that's got a bad immune system and you're just going to catch everything, you will have everything. Because you are identifying and you are speaking other than, you're, you're speaking things of the world. 
if you identify on the things above and you continue to identify on things above and you, when, you have, when you have a little bit of something hits you, you don't speak it into your life. You say, I've got, I've, got a, I've got a cold right now, but I know God's healed it already. And you identify on the healing, not the sickness. And you recognize that you're going to have that. And you recognize he's going to take... See, this, this sin put a curse on the whole world. And we're in this world. And, and we're passing through this world. And it's, you all recognize how bad it's getting? You all recognize that it seems like all the people that are, are corrupt are getting by with everything? And things are getting terrible, and we, we, we now can go to Target and use any bathroom we want because we can identify however we want. I want to identify in who I really am. I want to identify in, in Christ. I want to come to that place of recognizing that he died for me. Ephesians 1.7 says that we have, been re we have redemption through his blood. Redemption through his blood. What's redemption mean? It means permanent removal of captivity. I don't have to be under the curse. I don't have to... Rec I, I, I've died to all of this, the Bible tells me. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by your truth, and your word is truth. I love this. When I found this, the word truth there is reality. Your reality... Your, if you're born again, your reality is heaven. Your reality is what's going on in heaven. Your reality is whatever's taking place in heaven can take place right here through you because Christ lives in you. He is your hope of glory. It's nothing I can do. It's, I, I shared last week, I prayed for a lady at Montserrat, and I laid hands on her, and I thought she was saying her name was Ver Veronica. Ver Veronica, I thought she said she had bronchitis, but her name was Veronicus, Veronicus. So I was praying for her, whatever you call that, bronchitis. And I didn't know that she was deaf in one ear. And I didn't know that God was using that time to touch her. I wasn't hooked with reality. I should have known then my reality is I can't do anything I laid hands on her, and all of a sudden she started screaming, and everybody in the place that knew her started screaming because she could hear out of that ear. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. But that's how we're supposed to be. We've just got to know he's going to do it. We've got to recognize that our reality is changing our perspective in every situation. And when I wake up in the morning and I got a little bit of a cold or I feel bad, I've got to just say, no, I don't. That is not me. God doesn't have it. I don't have it. Jesus don't have it. I don't have it. I'm living in heaven. I'm healed and whole, and I'm well. I'm an ambassador passing through, and I want to be an example for what I really am. Amen. I look back at some of the scriptures. It says that if you do this, you do this, you do this, you're not going to be a part of the kingdom of God. Well, the religious world took that as if you did anything wrong, you was going to hell. Totally wrong. If my mind is on doing things wrong and my mind is on sickness and disease, I am not part of the kingdom. Because I'm not living kingdom. I'm going to heaven if I'm born again, even though I did all that stuff. Come on. That's called grace. We sang a song today about that. Don't, don't mess with grace. Just let grace do what grace does. But we've got to recognize that 
my, my reality to life can change if I let it. Well, what, Bible's just full of it. Colossians 1.13 says that I have been delivered from the power of darkness. That's what it says. Well, if I'm delivered from the power of darkness, then I shouldn't be living in the power of darkness. I, I shouldn't be thinking on, I, I, I don't want to think on that because I think on, the, the more right I think on, he, the Bible tells me that the Holy Spirit convicts me of righteousness. It doesn't convict me of my sins. I know that I sin. He convicts me of righteousness. So he's always telling me the right things to do. He's, always, he's the good coach. Because he's always teaching me the right way. He's always teaching me the right way. And the more I practice the right way, the more I'm, my mindset changes, the more my perspective changes when hard times hit. It's like all the things that went on in my life. I've learned every time something comes up, God's got it. It'll be okay. I'll never forget when I, I had to have all the tests done on the cancer situation I had. And had to wait, and had to wait because of all the testing. And, and, and you've got to be at that place when you're in that. You've got to be solid in your perspective. And you've got to go, whatever way it falls, I'm okay. I'm just, whatever's going on, I'm okay. I'm not going to allow. I, I'm just passing through. My reality is I'm healed and well. Now, I went ahead and went through surgery, but I'm healed and well. been a lot easier if I'd have got it the other way. Oh, don't even go through all that. But this is the way I've got, and I can only adjust my perspective a little bit at a time. I've got, I've got to keep my, my, I've got, talking about me, I'm not talking about none of you guys. I just want you to hear about me. I've got to get back to the place where when I, when I go pray for somebody, I know he can do everything, but I have doubt when it comes to stuff that's right in front of your face. You know, it's easy to pray for somebody's back. I don't see it. I don't feel it. But when somebody comes up and you can see there's a problem. So let's start, or me, I, let's get back to, to believing for the small things and watch, watch my faith build and watch, watch my kingdom come, thy will be done happen in my life and in our lives and see what God does. I, but, see, I'm a dead man walking, really. And so are you if you're born again. It says in, it says in Colossians, it says in Colossians 3, 2, to put your mind on things above. But it also, I want to go to Romans 6. I'm going to do a lot of reading. You got time? Romans 6, 1 through 4. Romans 6, it says, what shall we say then? He's talking about we're removed from the curse. He says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin have any longer in it? See, if I, I'm dead already. It goes on, it says, or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism and death that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. I am a dead, don't, I've never watched one of the shows. Maybe you like the show, but don't, I'm not talking about dead man walking show. That's ludicrous. This is real. 
The Bible said that when I believed in Jesus, I died with him. If I died with him, how can a dead man get sick? I'm already dead. That's of the world. That's curse. It just, it just says it. That's, that's part of the past. My new now is a new creation. So my perspective has to be, and it'll change in time. I'm going to get better. It's got to be when anything comes up, I've got to watch what I think. I've got to watch what I say, and I've got to know that it's going to be okay, and I've got to know that I'm actually healed. I've got to know that that bill will get paid. I've got to know that he meets every need he has. I'm excited this week. Dad's still giving. Dad just gave $2,500 to the youth department, and we, it cost him $200,000 for nursing home. But he still had a little bit left. So I got blessed with a little bit. So I got so excited because I get to tithe off that little bit. That's part of the new creation. That's part of the new creature in Christ because I'm a giver. I'm a tither. That, that, was, that was advance of what I normally make. So it's extra. That's, that's, you don't have that. You're greedy and you're selfish, the old guy. Because I even had the old guy thought. Why wouldn't I? I'm still sin nature. Nobody needs to know what you got. Well, if you write a check, John's going to know because John can figure 10%. <laughs> That's part of the... Wait a minute. He meets every need I have. He always has. So why not take the portion that's his and go, here, as the pastor, I know we need it for one thing. But then I've got the rest. You say, well, the government's going to get part of it. Well, give Caesar who's Caesar. I still got more than I had. And he's good. That's all part of the, that's all part of the perspective. No, wait a minute. That's yours. Dad worked hard his life and mom and them, they saved it. And this is, this is for you. This is a blessing. Well, yeah, it's a blessing, but it's also his. He's the one that change your perspective and then watch God fix things in your life. I'm telling you what, since Connie and I got the revelation of tithing, and I'm not going off on that. I'm sorry I even got there because money, boy, people get, ooh. When we got the revelation to give 10%, we've never lacked. I quit the coal mines, started here half pay from what I was making at the coal mines. He still met every need we had, but we always tithed. We always tithed. I got to where I'm, I got to where I'm giving much more than a tithe. I always have. Connie and I started that about five years ago. Why? Because you can't outgive God in this new kingdom. Change your perspective. Oh, I've got to have a, well, who is your supplier? Who's your healer? I'm feeling a little rough this morning. Shut up. Lay down, dead man. I like that. Lay down, dead man. I've walked across many a cemetery, and I've never had somebody go, thump, thump, would you quit walking so loud? We are that way in the kingdom of God. We're supposed to recognize we've died to this world. It's not there to bother us. There's a difference in us. I'm a heavenly person. You're a heavenly person. Everything in our life is heavenly. We are not trying to reach heaven. We're trying to bring heaven down to earth because we are heaven walking on earth. You're not Jesus, but you've got everything he's got. 
except his body is now a glorified body. Ours will be someday. The Holy Spirit lives in me. The Bible tells me I have the fullness of Christ in me. If I have the fullness of Christ in me, why am I worried about the economy? Why am I worried about gas prices? Why? Yes, you recognize it, but if I'm an ambassador in another country, I know that my country is going to take care of me in this poverty that's going on. It's the same here in the United States. We are becoming a third world country real quick. They're working on this. If you can't see the picture and the writing on a wall, if there's any other reason to get saved, get saved for that so he'll take care of you. Come to the place of knowing God's going to have this. God already knew. He already knew. He already knows today. He already knows tomorrow. He already knows. He already has it, he already has it taken care of. In Romans, in Romans 6, 5 there, it goes on, it says, For if we were united together in his likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in his likeness of his resurrection. Then I've got to change. If I'm going to be in his likeness, then I've got to change my perspective. I've got to start seeing every situation and problem differently. And in time, I'll start having enough faith to, to where, think about the things that Jesus did while he was on earth. I mean, he starts out. And remember, don't get mad at me. He was a man. Just like you and I. Flowing in the spirit. You say, yeah, but he was God. I know that. But you've got that same spirit in you. So he's, I really believe this, and maybe you can correct me. He started out, one of them, making water into wine. Before it was over, he was walking on the water. You say, well, did he not have enough faith? No, he did exactly what the Holy Spirit told him to do to build his man, his head, his soul, into that place of believing a lot easier, to, a lot easier to, 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 to believe this is going to change. If it don't change, it don't change. But you step out on water. Now, he didn't do anything God didn't tell him to. So God was, he's doing the same thing for you and I. Let's start with little perspective. And let's, let's, let's just watch what God does in the things to come. But we've got to change. We, we've got to renew. The religious folks used to take this Bible and beat you up with these verses. They used to beat you up and say, don't you dare get into sin. Don't you dare. Don't you dare go to movies on Sunday. Don't you dare let your hair. Don't you dare cut your hair. Don't you dare do anything but wear dresses down here. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. When he, all he was saying was put on the kingdom. He wasn't saying. You don't even want to. Klinger, if Klinger got saved, he'd take his dress off. He, he, he wouldn't be forced to. Monica has always been a back to go a go to for me. She got she got born again. She, well, she didn't get born again. She said, "Do I have to change?" She was a partier. She wore she wore black leather. She she was she was, wasn't you? And she didn't want to change. She liked her life, but she said, "Do I have to change?" I said, "Nope." You go right on with whatever you want to do. But what happened? <laughs> now a woman of God. Now she's still got air and still got stuff in her life. We all do. 
Does she lose her temper maybe occasionally? Probably, but we all do. Does that make you any less? No. No. But the more we change our perspective, you say, well, I got a wife that drives me crazy. Change your perspective and watch what she does. I got a husband that's, that's crazy. Please change your perspective and watch what happens. It's so simple, it's ridiculous. But it's hard because we've been walking in that forever. We get fed every day, every day by commercials and by things. You know, they, they've got medicine for everything now. And then they always add at the end. But the side effects are, it might kill you. Now, I'm not coming against the doctors, and Doc knows this, but he knows that if people would quit being stressful, he would have half the people coming to him because we're carrying everything, and we're, we're not supposed to be. He goes on. He goes, this, this, this set of scripture is so good. Knowing this, that the old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should, that we should no longer be slaves of sin, or sickness or disease, and all that goes with it. For he who has died has been freed from sin. We're freed from it. It's gone. It's completely gone. Our perspective must change. I am a dead man walking. I'm passing through. Psalms 91.7 says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. That's what the Word says. Well, why does it say that? Because we are new people in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, I am new, the Bible says. In verse 10 there in the same chapter, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin. Reckon, the word reckon there, it's not a hillbilly word. I see myself as well. I see myself whole. I see myself healed. I see myself prosperous. I see myself. I see myself. I see the blessings God give me. I see I'm okay. I see I'm not insecure. I see he's corrected me and directed me. I see, I see, I see is a whole lot better than I'm this, I'm that. I can't change this. Woe is me. Y'all can relate. We used to come down to the altars and just wail and cry for God to touch us. Even that song we sing, Come Down, he, he's already here. And we know that, and the song comes out better at the end. But listen, we have what we need. We have it. We have just got to change. Sometimes I think I need to be like a horse at the racetrack and put blinders on so all I see. See, every, listen, everything is about Jesus. Everything. Everything. And the more you spend time just thinking about him and thinking about the things above, thinking about how good things life is, and thinking about that you woke up and you're breathing, and think about he's going to take care of you, and think about the blessings that come your way. We've, we don't even realize how anointed the services are here sometimes. We've got so used to it. Change your perspective and do like John was saying. Come with an expectation that God is good because that's what he wants to do. He wants to heal you. He wants to fix your hurts and your aches and your pains and your, your broken marriages and your, your tore up families. He, he's here to fix all of that. That's, that's what he does. He does it all the time. John, 1 John 14, 17. 
I'm going to close. Team, come on up. 1 John 14, 17. I love that scripture. It literally says, as he is, now listen to me, as he is, talking about Jesus, as he is, so are we in this world. Is the economy crazy? Is prices going off the charts? Is the government ripping us off? Is the government hurting us? Is, is all this? Yes, yes, yes. But I'm not of this world. Jesus suffered all the way through. Nobody liked him. The religious folks hated him. They killed him. What do you mean, grace? Because that's what Jesus was preaching from the time he started. I'm going to die for you so you don't have to live under the curse. You don't have to live under the law. You just have to live with me. And I'll give you, I love how Joseph Prince puts it. Law demands from you. Grace gives you. If I need something, if I need healing, he's given it to me. If I, need, if I need the patience to get through something, he's give it to me. If I need the gifts of the Spirit that he's in charge of, he'll give it to me. He's a grace God. He's a loving God. And we just have to be the place. Quit looking at our problems and look at the kingdom of God that we live in. And watch. Change your perspective and watch him get you out of trouble, out of problems. And watch him. He's not a Santa Claus. He just wants to use you. I've read scripture. He just wants to use you to show the world there's a better way. And God's good. Let's stand up. Behold, I have a friend. The spirit breathing holy fire within my ever-present hell speaking truth when I can't find it light up this broken heart and light my way till my time on earth is done
sins and rose again he takes care of everything else but he wants you to confess it if you can out of your mouth so let's just all together speak this say father I thank you that you died for my sins thank you that I died with you but I rose with you also thank you Holy Spirit for living in me speaking truth to my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for reality setting in where our perspective on every situation, every circumstance changes that we come to complete trust in what you're telling us to do, the direction to go, and how to stand and just know that it's going to be okay. You've got it. You are in the work of always fixing things in our lives. And we thank you for our Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Call you blessed. If you need prayer for anything, I'll be up front.